Dad's gone. We have to trust each other. And what about me? Go on, lie to me. I got a lot of options. That was from the final season of Succession. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. With the surprise exit of Logan, played by Brian Cox, early on in the season, it was time for his kids to either seize control of his empire or fade into the background. Which choice do you think they made? After all, Kendall, played by Jeremy Strong, certainly has plans for world domination. But Logan's will wasn't as clear as he'd like it to be. Underlined or crossed out? Shit. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying for or against. I'm just, as a matter of fact, it's... Are you serious? And from there, Kendall and Roman, played by Kieran Culkin, became the interim heads of the company, and their focus turned to torpedoing the deal their father had with problematic tech visionary Lucas Matson, played by Alexander Skarsgård. We're not selling to you, okay? We're not doing that. We are gonna grind you down, man. We are sanding the gears. Every email's gonna take like six months. We're all gonna spend hundreds of millions of dollars, and in the end, you're gonna get bored and move on. It's not happening, okay? But all of that left Shiv, played by Sarah Snook, in the cold. So she felt like she was on the outs with her brothers, which necessitated all kinds of scheming with Matson. And she certainly is on the outs with her husband, Tom, played by Matthew McFadden. So this is just a little party prezzy. The scorpion. Mm. Because why? And as you just heard, that was just before an important party the couple hosted at their home with a guest list that featured some of the most powerful people on the planet. It also included Logan's oldest son, Connor, played by Alan Ruck, whose aspirations know no bounds. Megan's team called, and they wanted to know if you might be willing to, you know, drop out. Of the election? Yes, of the election. They think that you'd be a good fit for an ambassadorial appointment. How do you like Oman? I have to check. See what my woman thinks about Oman. <laughs> nice. But Connor's the least of their worries. For one, there are all kinds of people outside the family who are just waiting for their opportunity to take over, and they have the potential ammunition to do it. Take Jerry, played by J. Smith Cameron, for instance. If I ever get a whiff of anything undermining my narrative any time in the next five years, mm -hmm. I will sue and I will go public with as so many, stupid. many pictures of your genitalia All right. that I have in my Great. possession. Mm -hmm. Have I made myself clear? Yes, absolutely. Okay. For two, Shiv decided to use the party to get back at Tom, but this time, their back and forth might have reached an end. At this party here, there are maybe 40 of the most important people in America, and you have just walked all around, all evening, telling them all that I'm gonna get fired. No, it was implied, likely. You were going to see me get sent to prison! You were only with me to get to power. Well, you got it now, Tom, you've got it. I'm with you because I love you! Bullshit. You're f***ing me for my DNA. You were f***ing me for a f***ing ladder. Yeah. And then it all hit the fan on election night. Uh, we have the votes, so can't rerun fairly and can't let lefty terrorism affect us, so let's call it. We just made a night of good TV. Nothing happens. Things do happen. And they certainly did here. When it came time for the funeral, Roman, the youngest and brashest sibling, 
was ready to take center stage. Logan Roy was a great man in the true sense of the word. And don't I perhaps remind you of him just a little. But before he could do all of that reminding, a monkey wrench in the form of their uncle, played by James Cromwell, reared its ugly head. He always believed that he brought home the polio with him, which took her. I don't even know if that's true, but our aunt and uncle certainly did nothing to disabuse him of that notion. They let it lie with him. And with that frank and devastating display, Roman was completely thrown off his game. My father, Logan Roy, um, is he in there? Yeah. <laughs> get, get him out. And from there, it was up to Kendall to eulogize his father, frankly, unapologetically, and forcefully, which shifted the power dynamics yet again. So with every chess piece in flux, the ultimate question is, who will be the successor? Will it be Shiv, Roman, or Kendall? Will it be an outsider no one sees coming? Or will it be a certain someone who should never be counted out? You're an addendum of miscellaneous matters in pencil with a question mark. Nevertheless, Dad may have said he wanted me to take over. And so then maybe the natural conclusion might perhaps be I'd be his number two. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Oh, secession. All right. The secession is done. Um, but before we get into our reaction, be sure to like, share, and subscribe um, and comment too. All right. Now, what about you? Because you always have to give your first impression based on the plot summary because you don't watch anything. So here we go. I know I the last time stuff. we talked. What? I you watch some what? stuff. Oh, yeah. Tell us what you watch. <laughs> No, don't. Let's go into succession before we just appall the world with what you're watching. So <laughs> what is your first reaction to that? Because I know you're interested in starting succession. You haven't yet. Yeah, I, I still I still want to start. It's so funny. I actually opened up the HBO Max app. Well, now it's just it Max. Told, it is just No, Max. I'm about to say, and I was about to say okay. that, but it told me I needed to download the Max app in order to, to, to like use it. Now, literally, I was going to watch Secession, but that little hiccup in my process. Because you like, couldn't download the Max app? It's too much work. You just download it. <laughs> and what I will tell you with that, if you have to download Max, because mm -hmm. some people, it automatically converts. Mm -hmm. But if you have to download Max, what you might want to do is keep the HBO Max app on your device. Download Max, log in there, then get rid of HBO Max. Because mm -hmm. what I found is when I did it that way, they transported my info automatically. But mm -hmm. the on the one device where I deleted the HBO Max app first, it didn't transport. Now, I don't know if that's mm -hmm. just me, but that might help people who haven't done it yet. And it's okay. rather easy. <laughs> it's just like downloading in the other app. And if they transfer it for you, there you go. You just open the app and you're ready to roll. My Listen, gosh. I know. Well, we're done with you. We don't want to hear any more of that. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to, you're done. You, you are, you have been, you yep. know, <laughs> taken out. <laughs> my season is over. My, my series is completed. <laughs> no, now again, let's mm -hmm. dive into your reaction. And I do want to say that at why well, watch that we try not to spoil. Obviously this is, 
a series finale. So some of it has been spoiled. Some of it I will, but I will try to not spoil everything for people like you who haven't started it and want to, or for people who haven't gotten around to the finale yet. So, you know, we'll do that. So for those of you who have finished, you'll know what I mean exactly, but I'm not going to go all the way there. That's just not what we do. So go ahead, producer. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, Try to, but that (laughs) was not available. So forget it. Time to to go looking through other apps. Anyway, (laughs) we got it. Try to justify it. There's no justification. So just (laughs) tell us, though, let's get moving forward. Tell us. Your impression of what you saw there. Oh, yeah, it's, the it's totally like, you know, now I'm like, okay, I'll go on and download the Max app. Um, it was like, yeah, it's still really interesting to me. So it's the ending seems like something that I want to start. Like, I want to see how it, how mm-hmm. we got to where we are. Um, and I'm actually really curious about how this all, all comes together. Yes. Um you won't be disappointed in this ending, I will say, but I was not surprised because they've always known their story very clearly and they know their characters. They obey their characters. They understand the world they've created. It, it is, it's a great finale. Uh, one of the greatest in history. Yeah, it is oh. one of the greatest. Okay. Uh, what I would say also producer is this is the kind of thing when you get to the end that people will keep unpacking Mm -hmm. over days, weeks, Mm -hmm. months, maybe even years. I don't know. Mm -hmm. This might be, it's that kind of show Mm -hmm. where you keep thinking about it and going back through it and going, oh yeah, that was there. That meant this. Oh yeah. It's that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Uh, Like my brother and I, my older brother and I watched it. And like the day after he would come back to me and be like, oh, you remember this? You remember that? He was like, I keep thinking about it (laughs) because of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, now, also on the same night, HBO ended Barry, another one yeah. of their wonderful shows. And that had a nice end to it. Uh, to me, for Barry, I was thinking it's all about storytelling. And if you've seen mm-hmm. the ending, you'll know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's what storytelling is and how it's used and not necessarily for the good. Mm-hmm. So it, it was an interesting thing to end Barry on, you know, this hitman who wants to be mm-hmm. an actor. And make it about storytelling. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very wise. But mm-hmm. we're here to talk about Succession, which is a Titanic show. That's just what it is mm-hmm. when you reach the end. I think here, producer, that penultimate episode with the funeral, we showed a few clips from it. Um, that, to me, is where they really nailed it mm-hmm. for the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was an interesting construction of things and even listening to them talk about how they had to film it because they were in a cathedral they didn't have access to it all the time so it was really like one take Mm -hmm. it just shows how good all of them are Mm -hmm. it was a quiet triumph of just the expected and unexpected it had high and low moments there were things that were of major consequence things of insignificance which is this show you you never quite know where you are and how it's gonna play out And it it was just a great example of what they can do overall. And the whole lead up to Kendall's speech. And, you know, if you get to that episode, you'll see it. It was just brilliant because his speech is the climax. And then you fall down from that. Mm -hmm. We're going through a normal narrative structure out here in the West. So just watching that, like James Cromwell, because they're like, oh, don't get get him 
away. Don't let him go up there. And he's like, excuse me, you're not going to let me say my words about my brother? So, you know, as an audience, you're with them going, oh, what's coming? And then he does something you're not expecting. Roman the whole time is like, I'm going to nail it. You saw what happened to him. Kendall had to rescue his butt. And what Kendall was saying, I'm going to tell you something. There were some harsh truths coming out of that speech. I was... I was frozen solid listening to it because I was like, this is the truth about humanity. He was telling the truth about his father because after what his uncle said, he was like, hey, yeah, my father was not a great person necessarily, but this is what was going on and this is how it works. It was a blistering speech, but not angry. Jeremy Strong, the writers, directing, I mean, I was like, whoa. And then, of course, Shiv has to get up and say something. And see, that was a signal. If you finish the show, you know what I mean. It was, I was watching that going, why are you getting up? You have nothing to add to what he said. <laughs> and she started the falling action in that episode. It was just, it was great stuff. Mm. And it just sets up the dynamic between those three siblings, not including the oldest, Connor, because he has a different mother. So that's the whole thing, too, with them. So the three of them, that dynamic was on display because Kendall, in in the final episode, he talks about, I'm the oldest boy. I didn't find that funny at all because the thing is, it was a pathetic situation for him to be in, in saying that. But it actually is true. There is a pressure on being the oldest boy if you're in this kind of situation where you can inherit something. He told the story in that final episode about what Logan told him when he was seven about that. So that is, like, they're setting all of that up. It's easy. I know some people probably laughed at that. I did not. I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, because that weight is on him. And when he's focused, when he's on, you see that he's the closest to Logan. The question is, can he maintain it? We're not talking mm-hmm. about what happened in the very end. You'll watch it. If <laughs> you did watch it, you'll know. And in the end, producer, I was like, wait, because they talked about it's a tragedy. It really is a tragedy. It is Shakespearean. It is that level. There is a villain. And I wasn't even thinking about it until the end. We started building up to it. I was like, "Mm, Shiv is the villain. What's her name? Hmm. It just started clicking into place for me. Shiv. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. because you could say, well, wait, there are a lot of villains. None of these people are really good. That's not the point. But think about how they operate. Roman, he's erratic. That is not a villain. He's erratic. There's a difference between him and Shiv, who is shifty. You never quite know if she means what she's saying, and maybe she does, but it might change the next moment. You just don't. And if you follow everything that's going on in this show, that's what's happened with her. She doesn't really have a principle to stand on. Kendall has all kinds of issues. We know that. But uh, it's never where you're going, wait, are you being honest really here with me as even an audience member? Mm-hmm. There's a difference. What Jerry was saying to Roman in that clip we showed where she was like, look, you will, I got all these pictures of you and you better. There's not a moment when you're watching Jerry and going, oh, she might change her mind on this. Mm-hmm. there's something rock solid about that. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Shiv 
said those words, it would play completely differently. You'd be like, mm, we'll see if it's convenient, <laughs> if it's convenient. So I was like, she is the villain. And you know what? To be honest, she's one of the greatest TV villains. Almost missed it. Sarah, just brilliant playing the role, brilliantly written, brilliantly used plot wise. Great. Loved it. And then with the three of them, I was talking about Connor, they're really their oldest sibling who was not taken seriously. He was trying to tell them. If you go back through it, he was trying to tell them. He was trying to say, this is my experience of dad. This is how I was treated. Mm-hmm. Well, they learned about that. Mm-hmm. So top to bottom, this was great. Jesse Armstrong, who created it, hats off to him. Uh, you know, Mark, who directed a lot of it, all of them. Just Great stuff. And Jesse was saying he wanted to protect the story. That's what I'm talking about. He didn't say, I have some points to make. I want to do this for this kind of person that we have to represent. He is protecting the story. All of that will come out of that if you do it well. The story. And he respects the audience as a result. Because this is really, producer, about survival in addition to humanity, of course. It's about a survival thing. And they even talk about where these characters might be going after the finale. It's about survival. You, who succeeded? And what does that look like? The survival people. The survivors. And Cousin Greg, you know, Cousin Greg, which I put at the end of the plot summary just to make myself laugh, Survivor. When you see what happens to him at the end, because, you know, him and Tom, they have this whole, you know, kind of, I don't know what kind of relationship it is. Friendship, frenemies, I don't know. But because these characters are so well drawn, I knew what that ending moment was going to be, what was going to come of it. When they meet for that final time, and it's something of consequence, I knew. Because he's protecting the story, Jesse is. He knows his characters. It all makes sense. You, it's some of it's very surprising, shocking. But then you go, oh no, that makes perfect sense. And it's devastating as a result. So this is a model producer of how to keep an audience on the edge. And what they do is they turn things that might look remote and ridiculous into world defining moments. It's again, Humans are humans. It doesn't matter where they are in the pecking order, where they are, upper echelons or not. So when you get to those upper upper echelons of power, it just, it amplifies what we all experience. I've said it all the time about the show. It is not just about the top 1%. It is not. It's about humanity. It's about the foibles of humanity, amplifying them in ways that are absurd yet true, comical yet frightening. So there we go. I could say a lot about this, but I'm going to end it because we don't do all of that. There's a lot to say about this show, but those are my initial thoughts at the core of it. And I do want to give my hat off to Sarah for one other thing. I think she should be a juggler or something because they they had, they came up with this pact producer, the three siblings, and they were kind of celebrating And they were creating this nasty thing that you would be appalled by to drink for one of the characters. 
and they had to put knobbies into it. Now, knobbies, I guess this is a Britishism because I've never heard it before. Um, it's the ends of uh, uh, bread loaf, you know, those ending mm-hmm. slices. They threw some knobbies at her. She caught all three. Like it was nothing. I was like, Sarah, you should be a juggler. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that all of them, all of the actors, writing, directing, creating, the, the set design, production design, the costumers, hair and makeup, everybody, well done. Thank you. So, producer, are you now ready after hearing my panegyric? are you ready to go through these four seasons i will yeah thank you it's short and sweet goodbye Mm -hmm. everybody (laughs) watch your back (laughs) thanks for joining us for up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list be sure to follow us on facebook instagram youtube and tiktok at why watch that and on twitter at wwt radio Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.